A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hi, welcome back to Swiftish. Welcome. I'm Ashley. I'm Shelby. And we're so glad that you tuned in. If you've noticed, we have a new intro. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting more official, I guess. I want to tell you the best part of my week. Yes, please. Well, I've been all over social media. <laughs> I started Swiftish podcast for the Twitter and for Facebook and for Instagram. <laughs> Beautiful job. And I have been fangirling over, it's just a handful, but over a handful of, I guess, our fans who have been, you know, including us in their Instagram stories, tweeting about us, and posting about us on Instagram. So sweet. I'm like tearing up. (laughs) I'm tearing up. Thank you guys. Thank you. We thought maybe my husband. Maybe. And your, maybe, your husband would be, we'd only have two listeners. Yeah. I'm so happy. (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about really quickly, like, where we left off last week. Yeah, I think we were just getting our feet wet. We talked a lot about um, Taylor's first single, Look What You Made Me Do. We didn't even get to get into the second single, which was Ready For It, which just came out of left field. Were you ready for it? (laughs) No, I really thought we could just rest easy. Like, I didn't think we'd get another single for at least a month, probably. Me too. I was getting ready. I think it was the Oklahoma and BYU game, Mm -hmm. and I was getting ready to go over there and watch it with some friends. And all of a sudden, I get this Instagram notification that Taylor Swift posted something. (laughs) I look at it, and it's her, like, are you ready for it? ABC, I think it was 8 p.m. Eastern Central Time. And I was just confused. Well, and it was like, like does about she like football? Florida State? Yeah. It's like Florida State versus Alabama. Yeah. I was like, wait, she's at Abby's wedding? Yeah. Why is she posting about football? I know. I chalked up to nothing, <laughs> which was my mistake. I know. Everything I wasn't, means something. I wasn't days. ready for it. No. So I just thought maybe like oh, ABC wants us to tune in. Yeah. And then, or maybe it was like, maybe they were spotting, look what you made me do in some way. Which they were. Did you know that? No. So the whole week before this game, ABC and ESPN, they were showing the same video. Oh, really? But it had look what you made me do under it. Oh, interesting. See, I don't watch football at all. <laughs> and this is college football, too. Yeah. Which I'm not really, I don't have my like hands in college yeah. football. I didn't know it was like, happening I had no idea it was a thing that happened that ESPN did these sort of promo I, videos I don't know if they do because <laughs> well, I, I was like after she teased the song she because she released the first tease which was just tune in and mm-hmm. then she released three more teases with the song mashed up to the football rally yeah. I really don't know on what her was story going on. on yeah her story I ran out and I told my husband and he instantly said, why didn't you turn TV (laughs) TV on at 7 p.m.? Yeah. My mind just wasn't there. I didn't think she would drop any kind of hints anytime soon. Well, no one did because, I mean, Taylor Swift loves long album releases. Like, she's done it consistently for each of her albums that she has a really long lead time. So, like, with 1989... We had so many teases leading up to the first announcement, then Shake It Off, and the album was announced, and then there was two months before the album dropped. But we got Shake It Off and didn't get another single until Out of the Woods on October 13th, just about two weeks before the October 27th release. So really, with that in mind, I was like, 
oh, look what you made me do. It's just going to be my jam for the next month or two. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to enjoy it. And, like, maybe Taylor will talk about it here or there. But, like, well, this she, will be it. She, like, hit the ground running with yeah. what you made me do. Yeah. Uh, it's now number one on the Billboard <laughs> Hot 100. Yes. It kicked Despacito out. I know. Everyone Goodbye. Was, <laughs> everyone wanted it to do that. Yeah. But did you know that Despacito was a week away from making I know. history? I know. Being, like, a, a song on the top, number one, for four months straight. They were going to ruin Mariah's record. Yeah. Which yeah. would have been so rude. Yeah, but maybe Taylor will. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be How okay would you feel that about one. that? That's fine, I guess. And did you know the music video has over 300 million I know. views? I'm, I don't I mean, know, I'm torn. I'm, yeah, I'm torn. <laughs> there's a reason why the video has been viewed so many yeah. times, and it's basically she's a marketing genius. Yeah. To get a boost while you're in line for mm-hmm. Taylor Swift for ticket. Ticket master, you ha- yeah. You were able to watch it 20 times, and yeah. now it's 10 times a day. Yeah. Well, I, and Swifties just in general enjoy love it. breaking records. They love it. Oh, it's everyone's like, been tweeting about yeah. it. I, on Sunday, someone tweeted how there's going to be a look what you made me do streaming party. Yeah. You can tune in. I don't remember the hashtag, but yeah. you tune in and you're just going to listen to it over and over and, yeah. over and over again. Well, it was interesting watching it because they're like, we're going to be the first to break the 100 million or whatever. And then once they reach that, they're like, we're going to be the fastest to reach this in three days. And they were like making up goals, which is admirable. Well, right before Look What You Made Me Do was dropped, Yeah, someone tweeted, and I did this, but they were like, okay, download the song, buy it, <laughs> but then delete it off your phone and get it and download it on like iTunes or oh, you download yeah. it on like Apple Music yeah. or Spotify and then you just listen to it for that yeah. because it'll increase how many times you listen to <laughs> I it. I love it. I love how supportive and someone had it on so the video on like five different devices. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's Not dedication. I know. I did my due diligence, I think, in only listening on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, you bought the song. Like, why are you using data to, like, listen to this? So anyone who's looking to give Taylor a few more bucks, just go on Spotify, mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. to it on repeat, like, join the rest of us. Because <laughs> yeah. we're pushing it. To, it is breaking so many records. And I think that was so breaking interesting so was... Look What You Made Me Do still was relevant, and Taylor Swift just dropped this new song. Like, mm-hmm. she promoted it with that weird ESPN bit, but other than that, there was not the same amount of buzz that came from, obviously, her first track. And I think um, it's interesting to think about why she did it, because I don't know if it necessarily worked in the same way. I don't know. So I'm just give you a little feedback. The first two days of... Are you ready for it? It was streamed 3.74 million mm-hmm. times, which is that's it's a, that's amazing. A fair amount. Yeah, that's a great it's, number. It's amazing. If yeah. she, I think she'd be proud of that. Yeah. But look what you made me do was streamed over 30 million times <laughs> the first day. I know the it's first crazy, day. and it was I hated. It, it was hated, and it yet. was, <laughs> and now it's loved. Yeah. I just feel like. Maybe it had everything to do with the publicity. She gave it a week, and the hype was there. Everyone was ready for Look What You Made Me Do. No one was ready for Ready Ready For It. Yeah. (laughs) I know, and it's sort of interesting because this era is so different from the 1989 era. Like, even though you have the same idea of this long album lead time, we have three months, basically, Mm -hmm. from Look What You Made Me Do to the November 10th release. So that's almost three months and usually, traditionally, she only releases three singles off of albums. Rumor has yeah. it she's going to be releasing four. I know. It's interesting to think about what she could possibly do to keep the buzz for three months. Because 
traditionally no records do that anymore. Like Taylor's in her own league and she does it because she knows how to market it. And so with 1989, you know, you had all those Instagram clues about each song lyric. Mm -hmm. She had the secret sessions. She had all this interaction on Tumblr, on Instagram. But now it's literally like a whole different ball game because she's silent like but 98% of the time. Do you think that she needs to do as much publicity for reputation? 1989, she yeah. was basically just, I think she was out there letting her fans know, don't be worried about my pop album. Right. It's going to be just as good, written just as well as all of my other albums. So yeah. I think she wanted to connect with her fans and mm-hmm. let them know that she's still there for them. With reputation, I think her fans know that she's there for us. Yeah. They're a little sad that she's not personally <laughs> yeah. there mm-hmm. on Twitter, <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that um, with the Ready For It release especially, it was just a totally non-traditional time of day. It was a totally non-traditional Oh, like dropped moment to do it. Yeah. Sunday at 8 a.m. It was so weird because we, st- I stayed up the Saturday night when she teased it because I thought, oh, it's going to drop midnight. at midnight. Yeah. Me too. And then I went to bed and I was like, this is so odd. Like, I don't know what's happening. But I woke up and I was like, maybe I'll check Spotify. And it was there. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, she didn't say anything. Like, she didn't release anything. I actually heard on Twitter. They had said 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. On iTunes. Oh, okay. I think iHeartRadio might have been doing it, too. So I had an inkling. I still stayed up till midnight because I wanted to know, (laughs) but then I was able to rest easy for the next eight hours. I woke up. There it was. Yeah, and it was just Sunday morning, just Mm. a new Taylor song, and it was so different than what I was expecting. The first three beats are dun, dun, dun. I thought we were going to have another dark, yeah. look what you made me do. But then this Kesha sound came yeah. out. And I was like, yeah. oh. Well, and it's like I interesting like seeing it in comparison to Look What You Made Me Do, which again, she always does that first single that's like different. So like, Shake It Off compared to Out of the Woods mm-hmm. were just two very different songs. So Look What You Made polar Me opposites. Do compared to Ready For It are again like polar opposites. But so yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, how did you feel about uh, Ready For It when you first heard it? Well, of course, the first three sounds, yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I know. But the moment she started rapping, yeah. it took me back to like 2009 when she was yeah. with T-Pain in that video. T-Swizzle. Being like, she's like eight foot four long bl- blonde hair mm. to the floor. Mm. I don't know if I got mm. that right. But yeah. I immediately, after listening to that, I immediately lo- watched that video again. Yeah. I think I sent it to you yeah. too. <laughs> even started like rapping to my dog yeah (laughs) I mean it's interesting too because everyone was making fun at least in my circle of friends everyone was like oh what's Taylor gonna do does she think she's gonna rap next like and then she comes out with this song where she does in a way kind of white girl rap I think she's pulling a little bit from Kesha yeah it's definitely not Nicki Minaj it's not Nicki Minaj it's more Kesha Rihanna yeah which I love (laughs) I know I wasn't ready for that because yeah. what she teased for oh, ESPN yeah, totally was different. more, um... It was that breezy chorus. Yeah, it was like, breezy oh, chorus. Taylor Swift, Wildest Dream yes, Vibes. Yes, yeah. so I was getting more of the Wildest Dream mm-hmm. Vibes. I, I wasn't ready for her to break it down, <laughs> but I loved it. I woke I up, that's the first thing. I was in bed looking at my dog. <laughs> it was great. I really liked it, and 
I got some of the lyrics wrong the first day. Oh, yeah. I was listening to it, and I, I always have to listen to a new Taylor song on, like, repeat. Like, I have to digest it. Immediately. So I just, like, sit there, and I, like, listen to it for 15 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whoa, like, Taylor's rapping. And then it was like, oh, breezy, like, romantic chorus. And then it was like, bass drop, and just like, I was like, wow, this is such a dance vibe. It I'm, is. like, ready to get up she and, like, does take what on the usually day collaborations yeah. does where you have Nicki Minaj and Katy Perry singing right. together where Katy Perry's more of the melody mm-hmm. and Nicki Minaj is like spit and yeah. fire but <laughs> yeah. she did it by herself she didn't have to yeah. collab with anybody no that's true and it's interesting because I feel like critically speaking Ready For It is the more liked song but it's the less played song it might be because she didn't do the buzz i know which is interesting i don't think she has to yeah justin timberlake doesn't have to do that (laughs) justin bieber doesn't have to do that all these other stars break so many records and they don't do as much publicity as taylor does well yeah and it's interesting because we're talking about it as if ready for it was like a failure but But it's it's not not. (laughs) 3.7 for streams and she is competing for herself at number four. She's competing against herself for the number one spot. I think she's been in like the top five 14 times. So she's doing amazing. I know. And I love that part of this era, even though it's also like really sad to me that we don't get the same amount of promo. But it's interesting when she first released like the reputation title, she in her Instagram was like, there will be no explanation. There will just be reputation. Which chills. I was like, oh yes. She's like owning her own narrative, playing her own game. And she doesn't need the same resources other people rely on. Her talent is speaking for itself. Yeah, she's finally just letting her work say what it needs to, and she's not going to bother with all the drama that gets construed around her, because everyone before this was like, oh, what's Taylor Swift wearing? Who's Taylor Swift dating? Like, what did she say wrong in an interview? What did she say right? Now it's like, all we can talk about is the song. The song, yeah. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> I I just hope she's like living her best life, like in her, one of her mansions, just enjoying it. On one of her private jets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope she is. She's, she's earned amazing. it. She's earned it. Yeah. And it's like, it is interesting to think about this song being the first song off the album, you know? It starts with an ellipsis. It's a dot, dot, dot. What's an ellipsis? Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it's not technically ready for it. It's dot, 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 ready for it, question mark. And that's the song title, which is strange to me. But, like, I think what she's saying is, like, this is my opening track. This is the pause before the storm. And, like, you guys have to sit back and listen to me because I'm about to lay it all out for you. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that she starts the song clearing her throat is just beautiful. I just love it. I didn't catch it the first time. Oh, I caught it immediately. Oh, really? I think I was too groggy. I was like, oh, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She clears her throat right before she drops her first verse, her first rap. And I think it's a provocative way to start the entire album because she's asking, one, are we ready for it? Which we never will be no. because clearly she's constantly surprising us. And two, she's saying, I'm going to just say what I need to say and you guys take it or leave it. I don't have to play your game anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) She's got it. I love it. She's got it. You know, I think, so the song, I think we should start breaking down the lyrics. From Twitter, I've seen people are torn about it. Mm. They love it. They love it. But they're torn about who it is. Is it Team Joe? 
or is it Team Harry? So who's Joe for those who might not be? So Joe Alwyn into it. is her <laughs> new British lover, her boyfriend. Yes, from the UK, and he's gorgeous. I think they look really good together. He is a an actor. Yeah, he's sort been of a in new one. a new one, a new one. He's twenty six years old, and mm-hmm. he's been in about two things. And there's a third movie he's been mm-hmm. in that's going to be released mm-hmm. soon. I think in two thousand and eight. So to give you a breakdown of the possibility of how the relationship started, mm-hmm. give us the history. Let's give you the history. And this is all mostly hearsay, hearsay. <laughs> because we don't know anything. Because she's kept unlike all of her past eight boyfriends, yeah, like we don't know anything. Yeah, which is why I'm so excited <laughs> for this so new album. We're so thirsty for it. So they, so in November of 2016, we saw her at Joe's screening of his film. Really, really, really weird name. <laughs> Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Yeah. So apparently, I think maybe she knew him before that. Why would she go? Maybe she had some friends who <laughs> no knew him. No one saw that movie. <laughs> no, I didn't see that movie. So I, uh, how did it she... had to be a reason. Had to be a reason. So that was in November. In February of 2018, Emma Stone, you know... A friend. A friend, yeah. possibly part of her squad, mm-hmm. started filming The Favorite with Joe. So maybe she, like, hooked them up, yeah. maybe. How, like, <laughs> I don't know. And then in June, that's when we saw Joe and Taylor on the balcony in Nashville having their morning tea. Was it at her house? It might have been at her house. Oh, okay. It was on the balcony. I'm yeah. See, the- I wasn't I wasn't aware of him <gasps> until it was like a couple months ago that someone saw them at an airport, like mm-hmm. at her private plane, and was like, is this her new beau? And I like read about it, I'm like, who is Joe? And I was Who's like, oh Joe? man, I have been doing my Schmo. homework. <laughs> now, so I read an article on E! News that said back in June, we might have, that's when we saw them together. Oh, okay. And they like had the first yeah. photo. And a source said a few months prior, just recently, they had oh, started okay. dating. Okay. So but this year. Yeah, this year. But they've known each other in 2016. Yeah, so they've been bit. friends a while. Mm-hmm. She's taking t- it slow. She's taking her time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see, I see. She's taking her time. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's learning. She's growing up. Yes. She's growing up. Well, and to be fair, we did this to her. You know, I can't imagine being a celebrity whose life is that picked over. That, like, every relationship you're in, every date you go on is, like, analyzed to the degree that the media picks apart Taylor's. So it's like, of course she's going to play this one close to her chest. Because who wants that? And speaking from, like, my past dating experiences... Uh I think I took things slower with someone who I was more serious with. Yeah, not like a rebound. Not a rebound. I didn't move fast. (laughs) Yeah. I took things slower. Yeah. Because you want to know that 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 person's the one, and if they're not, then you feel a little bit better. Yeah. That that you're not moving too fast. Yeah. And I think that directly leads into the lyrics, because a lot of people, when this song first came out, lazily decided it was about Harry, Mm -hmm. which I just am like, Harry was like so what... I don't know, a long time ago. Wait, like before is it 2013. Yeah, no, it's a long time. And it's like, I I think the one thing they have in their court is the lyric, um, but if he's a ghost, then I can be a phantom because Harry Styles released that song, yeah, Two Ghosts. Yeah, Two Ghosts, where he directly links it to Taylor yeah. when he says, same lips red. Same eyes blue. Mm-hmm. So people are thinking ghost. Harry, Harry. Styles. Harry, yeah. Harry, Harry. Yeah. There's also another lyric that people link to Harry, and it's younger than my exes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's such a baby. Because he's younger than 
than all of Everyone. Except for, oh. except for Connor Kennedy. <laughs> except Connor. Except for Connor. I think oh, he's the Connor. youngest. Everyone forgets him. I know. <laughs> I know. But I, like, I don't know. We it seems talk- like that ship has sailed. You know, she said mm-hmm. her, she said what she needed to say about Harry on 1989, and she said it beautifully. And mm-hmm. it's like, why would she go back after Calvin Harris, after Tom Hiddleston, to sing about Harry again on her first track of Reputation? So to me, it seems like it has to be new blood. I hope it's new blood. <laughs> do we yeah. want to go through the lyrics? So yes. That maybe we can maybe talk about... Yeah, will you rap it maybe- for us? No. <laughs> I... I can wrap it yeah. by myself. Yeah. I sound good in the car, so I won't wrap it. Okay. But do you want to do some of the lines, and then I'll maybe break down stuff? Yeah, I'll stop you and definitely. Say, okay. <clears throat> Knew he was a killer first time that I saw him. Okay. Wonder, oh. So, I know. That's you're, enough. You're we're already right. into it. You're already into it. <laughs> so, in Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, okay, that's a little, yeah. that's a mouthful, <laughs> Joe plays Private Billy Lynn, who... His character is actually a killer. And He's murdered if people. It's the first time that she saw him was maybe at the screening of his, of his film. That's she's, true. He was a killer. That's a provocative idea. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> See, when I when I got into these lyrics the first time, and I saw knew he was a killer first time that I saw him. Wonder how many girls he had loved and left haunted. I was thinking from Taylor's point of view, like every guy she's dated has actually been. A notorious player, basically. And a high profile. Yeah. And so I kind of was just like, maybe she's just being like, man, all these dudes, they're so suave, they're so sexy, they know how to play the game, and I just have to sit here and wonder how many girls he's played. See, I think it's totally different. <laughs> so she doesn't have to wonder how many girls Harry's played, John's played. Yeah. Because that's in the news. That's true. Like, you know how many girls he's been with. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you know that. Yeah. You, well, you don't know anything about Joe. So <laughs> yeah. literally, Joe I think Schmack. she was wondering, like, yeah. are you going to, like, would you screw me over like yeah. all my other exes because I know Have nothing you about you? Have you a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Can I be your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That yeah. makes sense, too. And mm-hmm. then you have the... But if he's a ghost, then I can be a phantom. Which is one Holding line him for that... ransom. Yeah. <laughs> Holding him for ransom. Which, that was a line where I was like, maybe she's just trying to fit a rhyme scheme because it doesn't necessarily... I don't necessarily see the link to her life, but I'm sure you have maybe an idea. Well, I think the only thing is that she likes to keep haunting her exes oh, in her other songs. Yeah, that's Like, she true. talks about, like... I think there's a lyric where she's, like, um, in I think Wildest, Wildest Dreams. Dreams. Yeah. Like... In essence, like, you'll see me... Will you in see hindsight? Me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think that she's just pulling in from, like, other... That makes sense. Yeah. Because she does. I mean, she definitely, for better or worse, stews or remembers fondly or not and the hopes, relationship. And hopes that they remember mm-hmm. her fondly. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we go into, some boys are trying too hard. He don't try at all, though. Younger than, than my, my exes, exes, but he acts like such, such a man so. <laughs> And yeah, Alan is 26, younger than Calvin and Tom. They're in their 30s. I think Calvin's 33 and Tom is 36. Yeah. So almost 10 years younger than her last ex. Yeah, which makes sense to me. I understand that Harry is very young, very He's 23, baby. and right now John Mayer and Jake, who she dated right before them, mm-hmm. they're... 35 and 39 right now. Yeah. So, like, yes, he yes, is young, yeah, but, but I'd like to think that she's moved on. Yeah, and it's like, sh- the fact that she did jump to such a high age after Harry to Calvin to Tom, those were things that were talked about. So I think it makes sense that she'd be like, oh, you're younger than my most recent exes. 
So I'm my vote is in Joe's court. I just Me think too. it's about him. And um and then she says, I see nothing better. I keep him forever like a vendetta, which is such a smart, clever line. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like I love that about Taylor is she can surprise you with these lines, even in songs you're not necessarily expecting quote unquote smart lyrics. Mm -hmm. Because everyone's like, oh, like I miss the Taylor ballads. I miss these really atmospheric moments like that she paints. But I think she still proves her her wit and her, yeah, and just like her genius in these little tiny tastes where it's like, that's a clever way to say you're like obsessed with someone. Like you're holding on to it like a vendetta. And do you kind of think maybe she's also referencing, or it just reminded me a little bit of Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah. You know, like, I got list of names and yours is in red underlined. Yeah. Like, maybe she's telling the media, like, watch out, don't mess with this relationship <laughs> because I hold vendettas. That's true. And I'll keep it forever. Yeah. I don't know. I might, I, I just maybe reading too no, much. No, no. I think that's fair because I think she is obviously more protective of this relationship than any others before. I think before she was trying to create a sense of normalcy in how she dated because she didn't want the media to dictate how she lived her life. And I think now she's like, you know what, fine. I recognize I can't go to Rome without causing a scene. I can't do this without causing a scene. So I will just keep him to myself and you can't touch us. Mm -hmm. So... I see what she's doing. Until and she's ready it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Until she's ready for it. Yeah. Yep. And so then, um, the, then she says, I see how this is going to go. Touch me and you'll never be alone. Which is a great line because it's like all of Taylor's boyfriends, once they're Taylor's boyfriends, they're always referenced as, as Taylor's, Taylor's boyfriends. boyfriends. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, like, sorry, not sorry, Joe, but once this happens, like, your life is going to be changed. Like, you won't, you'll be haunted by this forever. (laughs) And then it's island breeze and lights down low. No one has to know. Now, this is where some people are referencing Harry, too. Oh, yeah. They're referencing Harry because... The infamous island moment. Yeah, the island moment (laughs) where she went to, I think, the British Virgin Islands with him and came back alone. And I think maybe that's why they broke up. But England is an island of its own. Oh, oh! Not really the island breeze you imagined, but, but still, <laughs> an technically an and island. She spent a lot of time in the spring there, and that's, that's true. ironically the same time that he was filming The Favorite with Emma. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and no one did know about that. Um, and then the chorus is, in the middle of my, the night, in my dreams, you should see the things we do. Mm, baby. <laughs> and uh, I know I'm going to be with you, so I take my time. Are it you sounds, ready for it? Sounds so much like Wildest Dreams. It does. It's it does. like Wildest Dreams' sexy cousin. It's yeah. like It's like Wildest Dreams hinted about the sex with like the clothes in the room. Yeah. And this is like, mm, I'm like thinking she, about it. She wants you. <laughs> she is dreaming about yeah. it. Sorry I think she's argue. just so confident in this relationship yeah. that instead of being having a whirlwind romance like mm-hmm. she did with um, Tom, yeah. that she's taking her time with him and yeah. she's getting to know Joe on a different level without the media interfering. Yeah. I think he's met her parents. He flew to Nashville. I don't know if she's met his parents. I'm assuming. I think there was a rumor, but I that. think you know our little Swift is growing up know. and she's you she's know, taking her time. She's taking her time. She doesn't yeah. need to be rushed. Yeah, and I think this whole concept of ready for it is a great way to start her album because her reputation was always like, she's just too emotional, she just talks too much, she's always the victim, she dates too much, and she's like, 
listen guys, I'm taking my time. I took my time with this album. I took my time with this relationship. I do have to reference you that Joseph Kahn, just mm-hmm. recently in an article, was talking about how when guys put their relationships into songs, no one calls them out. Like oh, Justin Timberlake with so when, I think it was... Britney Spears, Spears, they loved that They drama. loved that. They didn't, they never called him out. He didn't, they didn't call him petty. They didn't call yeah. him, like, obsessed. But when Taylor does it, oh, they call so her petty. Annoying. They call her obsessed. Like, it's Well, even standard. Ed Sheeran sang all about, is it Ellie? Ellie? Yeah, yeah, Ellie. And it's like, oh, oh, but the most annoying hypocrisy is when Taylor was like, this this award goes to my ex because, like, thanks for inspiring me to write this song, basically. And everyone was like, oh, gross, Taylor, you're awful. How could you say that? Meanwhile, Sam Smith comes in, wins an award, and he's like, thank you to my ex for inspiring this album. And they're like, yeah, Sam, you're so powerful. Like, good on you. Like, you told him. I just hate it. No. Like, no wonder Taylor Taylor's Swift's powerful. Just, <laughs> yeah. You need to get over this, like, sexism. Yeah, within, get out. Get out. Yeah. Get out. But anyway, verse, verse, verse two, two, which verse I love. Two. Yes. It's so good. I could sing this. I will never sing it for you guys, though. <laughs> no, I was a robber. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me to sing it either. Yeah. So she says, me, I was a robber first time that he saw me. Stealing hearts, running off, never saying sorry. It's like, obviously, she knows her reputation. Like, yeah. everyone she meets has to know, like, oh. About her eight exes. Yeah. Do you know, can you name her eight exes? Okay, let's see. I can probably do it in reverse. You have Tom Hiddleston, Calvin Harris, Harry Styles. Then I want to say Jake Gyllenhaal. John. Between Harry and Jake is Connor. Oh, Connor. I always forget poor Connor. Second time in one episode. Connor, Jake, John Mayer. Taylor Lautner. Taylor. Taylor Lautner. So sweet. Poor Taylor. And then Joe Jonas, the original Joe. (laughs) I'm forgetting about Joe already. (laughs) But so she has this reputation of being a robber who's the one who steals hearts and then runs off and never never takes the blame. Yeah, she's always the victim. She's Mm -hmm. that's the reputation she has of never saying sorry. Why does she say need to say sorry? Guys will do the same. I know. They'll run off, break hearts. Because but it's they, never, sexy. they never have to yeah. say sorry. It's sexy for them <laughs> to do it. But it's slutty for yeah. women to do it. Preach. No, thank you. <laughs> and I have to say, I know the media was, you know, she dates too much. Mm-hmm. She's all, she's a serial dater, which I know, like, Shake It Off was inspired yeah. partially because of that. I dated a lot when I was in my 20s. It's pretty normal. It's normal. <laughs> I mean, it's not normal for the media to be call out all my relationships. Yeah. But well, one day, it's one normal. Day. Yeah. It's okay. I know. And there have been a lot of other famous women who have dated oh, a lot, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Katy Perry won. Katy Perry, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just all of them. But for some reason, Taylor's picked on. I think because the media likes to think she's playing the victim, and she's always never taking the blame. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways, so she admits that she has this reputation, and then she says, but if I'm a thief, he can join the heist, and we'll move to an island. He can be my jailer, Burton to this Taylor. I saw on Twitter, too, people are doing Taylor... Joe, and they did like the celebrity name would be Jailer. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jailer. Yes. But she's also, if you're following like her music video, mm-hmm. Jailer, if you've seen her jail, jailbird scene in the yes. birdcage in orange, that yeah. orange costume. Sexy snake it's, thigh tattoo. I, with that sexy snake <laughs> thigh tattoo, you'll notice that when she um, put on her Instagram, are you ready for it, in those three different posts, 
that's There's all orange. orange. She's wearing orange in a bird cage, kind of like a jailbird. Oh, I don't know. Boy. She has layers upon layers. And Burton to this Taylor. Do you oh, know anything about Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton? Burton and Taylor were honestly one of the first celebrity couples, and they were infamous for breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. One, they were the only, like one of the first couples that the media yeah, really attached to, attached mm-hmm. and attacked. Yeah. And oh, she's insane. So this Brutal. is interesting. Taylor Swift has eight exes, mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Taylor was married eight times. Yes. What? I know. It's perfect. It's just when the stars align and Taylor just is the first to notice and she yeah. puts these wonderful no, little Easter eggs. Yeah, it's and amazing. Elizabeth Taylor remarried Burton mm-hmm. and they had to go all the way to Africa mm-hmm. to get remarried. I mean, she's always been obsessed with Elizabeth Taylor and The Wildest Dreams was mm-hmm. very Taylor Burton esque. It was. Yeah. It was. Somebody posted a picture of Taylor in that music video next to Joe and underneath had Elizabeth Taylor and Burton. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Richard. And it weirdly, like, <laughs> it, it worked. Sense. It well, worked. And what's interesting I was reading is Elizabeth Taylor and um, Richard Burton were in this, one of their smaller movies was about Elizabeth Taylor who sneaks off to an island and meets a younger lover. <laughs> and they he becomes, he joins her heist. Okay, this is totally... Yes, um, it's, like, too oh. perfect to not be on purpose. I didn't know that. I know. And I thought I did my research. Yeah, no, it's like a little film I don't remember the name of, but you guys can Google it because it's a real thing. I think we should have (laughs) a movie night and watch it. Yes. (laughs) But anyway, so that's like the two rap Mm-hmm. Oh no! No, it's we not. Didn't. It's not. It's the hardest yeah. part of the line. Yeah. <laughs> I every single time I try and wrap this out. It took me I, so like, long. Spill every over. Every in comparison to failure. I'm just like a failure. She says every lover known in comparison is a failure. I forget their names now. I'm so very tame now. Never be the same now. So it's like a happy ending. She's over her exes, especially. Harris and Hiddleston. She just, she forgot their names. Like, she what she's never been she allowed to exes? do before. I know. She's not comparing anyone to anything. She doesn't need to because the media isn't even in her face about this one. So it's just like, she's, she's not, just with yeah. Joe. She's feeling that island breeze. The lights down and low. And maybe they've taken, we don't know much about the relationship. Yeah. It's possible they've taken an island vacation too. That's true. That's true. Not just been on that England <laughs> <Yeah>. island. <laughs> Yeah. And then we go to the post-chorus, mm-hmm. where it keeps on saying, let the games begin over yes. and over again. Now, I kind of take it, there's two different ways that it could be taken. Mm-hmm. It could be, let the game of love, let their relationship start. Yeah. Or it could be, she's publicly announcing to the media, like she did in June, this is my boyfriend, let the games begin, yeah. media. Let's see what you have. I know. It's like, like, are you ready for it? Yeah. She's asking, not only is she asking the media, are you ready for it? She's asking Joe. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. And I, I like love that. He's had a lot a lot of time. He know he <laughs> yeah. knows about her. He knows her quote unquote reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any guy who gets into a relationship with Taylor, I think one, they should either know if they break up and it's bad, there will be a song written about <laughs> them. And two, like, she's a rock star. Yeah. People are gonna it, they're gonna talk about a you. Totally different game. Rumors yeah. are gonna be spread. Mm-hmm. You you need to make sure your relationship's strong. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it's I like the idea that this is the first song on the album called Reputation, and she's saying, yeah, let the games begin. It's like the sequel to I Know Places, where she's talking about, I know places I can, we can hide, 
we can be safe like that's what she's done with joe and now she's saying okay let the games begin like i'm ready i'm ready to be chased i'm ready to be talked about like i don't care anymore because i feel so secure with where i am and who i'm with and i think that's beautiful (laughs) me too yeah she's earned it just tying every you say what i think so beautifully (laughs) you have all the gossip so it's good (laughs) But yeah, so that is the song. I mean, then it just ends with, are you ready for it? And it just echoes into silence. I'm ready for it. Yes, and it's great. I think it's a really brilliant way to start her album, and I think it really does speak to the reputation she has of being a man-eater, of being a serial dater. So I think it's interesting to consider what the rest of her album will look like based on this opening number. Because to me, it's like, oh, maybe she'll be referencing like each reputation she's known for every rumor that's been said about her every persona the media has put on her and she's like answering it with her songs which when you watch the end of look what you made me do yes. there's 15 different tailors and maybe each tailor represents a different persona that the media has given her mm-hmm. i'm hoping that's the right, right theory i know but <laughs> But we'll um, have to go into that in depth, yes, like because there's yes. a lot to unpack with that. There's a lot. I'm. I just had. To That's say a that. teaser. Teaser. <laughs> Join us next time. But yeah, no. I think with the ready for it lyrics, it's just like people sort of look past this song. Maybe as more just boppy, frivolous, like fun. It's all. It's a lot of chorus. Like there's only the two verses, and then there's just a lot of repetitious dancing and vibing and I'm dancing right (laughs) now (laughs) it's just great it's honestly a great song I recommend playing it in your car with the windows down because I think that's how it was intended personal opinion (laughs) but I think people don't give Taylor enough credit for the lyrics she does come up with and this is a Max Martin number so he did did you take it off yeah, he yeah. did. Bad he did blood. shake it off. Yeah, he did all those. Like he's very. I mean, they're very. He's done a lot. Producer. They worked yeah, with they each do other. These, most of the great pop songs have Max Martin in them. Like that's I, just. The, I googled the Max Martin and Taylor yeah. Swift songs last night, and there are at least like maybe twelve of them that they've worked together. Oh I think yeah, they've worked I know together you in trouble. Too. Like all of the all of the really boppy ones. Those are Max Martin. That's just his style. And I think that is what Taylor's leaning more into, working with him and Jack Antonoff. They just have that vibe. Yeah. And I think that maybe that is what the album will look like. Maybe it will be less, you know, ballady, but I think it's unfair to assume that just because these are pop songs that they won't have depth to them. We just laid out the deck yeah. for Are You Ready You're for welcome. It. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. I so, think it's a great song. I, I need something to drink. Um, do yeah. you think that it's maybe time, you know, tea time? Yes! Tea yes. time! Tea Let's of the week. pour that tea out. Okay. Sip that Do you want to go over tea. another quick explanation of what tea time is? <laughs> yeah. So, I think Or tea, what we think tea time right. is. <laughs> no. I think this is a great opportunity for us to take a common piece of gossip about Taylor or about the drama that's unfolded since we last spoke and just kind of lay it out and either add to the gossip from our point of view or set the record straight from our point of view. Yeah. (laughs) So we have our tea and we're going to share it and you guys can just take it or leave it. This is going to be mainly Shelby's tea. (laughs) 
because <laughs> this right this episode because Shelby has more experience oh, yes. on this so, level. I think the main gossip that we ran into this week was whether or not Taylor Swift is on Tumblr, and this is a common thread from 1989 on because Taylor Swift infamously joined Tumblr last last record with 1989 she got on tumblr and was interacting with her fans she used it as a platform to really like comment share recipes it was like a time to be alive (laughs) i just got a tumblr yeah (laughs) i am still figuring it out it kind of feels like an instagram facebook blog yeah it's impossible to explain it's everything kind of yeah yeah. And it's very, I would say, it trends very young. Well, and the, I felt very old. I used to be a nanny. Yeah. And I nannied for, like, young teenagers. Yeah. And one of them who was really obsessed with Taylor had a Tumblr. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm I ha- still, like, a poser on that I have side. a Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got on because Taylor was on, and I found it really interesting to see how she talked to her fans, and I would fight anyone who said it wasn't her, because... The tone, the way she talked, the way she interacted felt very real. And <laughs> and she followed fans back and like had these relationships that she would then meet them on tour. And it's let's be clear, Instagram, she blocked out unfollowed yes. people people. Twitter, she blacked out unfollowed people people. Everyone. I can't Just talk. Everyone. <laughs> but on Tumblr, She's still following she still people. Followed all because her fans. that's her fans. That's her people. She doesn't have any bad blood with them. But I will say that the way she has interacted on Tumblr this era is very different. She, she doesn't repost. She doesn't. Yeah. She? <laughs> I'm using she lightly as I try to explain this, but she hasn't been interacting on the same level. She hasn't responded or commented or anything. It's just likes. And these likes are all that the media has to report on. Like, Taylor's not doing anything else. But the question is, is Taylor the one doing these likes? And I've got to say, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, I would have fought people on this before the Ready For It drop, but the Ready For It, well, the previews happened at Abby's wedding. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, there's no way Taylor Swift sorry. is at her best friend's wedding on Tumblr liking weird fan reactions. Like, I think Taylor Swift really does love her fans, and I'm sure she'll find ways to, like, make them feel that love. But I don't necessarily think she's behind the computer on these ones, guys. Or behind her phone at her best yeah. friend's wedding. It just, no. I think it's much more canned, I guess. I just feel like all the likes are things that she needs the media to know about why she did it, what she wants them to be talking about. And so I imagine it'd be pretty easy to train a team to like go through these and like comments and like memes and stuff. And I don't think it's necessarily to toy with the fans. It's the only outlet she's allowing herself with Mm. the media. Which is smart though. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think she's letting her fans be the tastemakers. Like she's saying... I trust you guys. Your theories are always cool. Like, I'll let you guys tell and everyone she gives what's up. Them, she gives us enough clues mm-hmm. that if we are paying attention and we do want to take an hour or two to research it, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, she trusts us. And she, exactly. if it's a correct one, like, her team will click yeah. like. Maybe, maybe she's behind a few of them. Maybe she, I'm sure maybe she still has her login. She can go through mm-hmm. maybe once in a while. But honestly... It just makes sense that this era, you know, it seems like she's really being careful about how much she lets herself invest in how much the she's public. putting out there. Yeah. And so it seems likely that 
It's just something she'd rather have other people handle. Look what you made her do. <laughs> yeah, dang it! it was my favorite time was her on Tumblr, but that's okay. It's a new dawn, a new day, and I think she's still proving that she values her fans in that that's the one venue she's still interacting, you know? She being her or her team. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that, you know... The publicity, the promo, all of that is going to be through fans and through the weird stuff they post on Tumblr. So get on there, people, if you want to be a part of the conversation. I'm on there. Yeah. I'm still learning, but I'm on there. Yeah. It's so funny because, you know, usually BuzzFeed tweets about things Taylor does for real, but now they're like, here's a list of things Taylor's liked on Tumblr. And it's like, that's all the media can talk I, about. I love it. I know. It's like, they're, I love it. they're like so thirsty. They're, they're clawing at something to discuss and all they have are these likes. It's amazing. It's not much to go behind. Yeah. Not much to go off It makes of. them look so silly in a way because they're just forced to only interact with Taylor fans. You know, it's like all they have to report on is the likes that Taylor's fans get. And it's like, oh, Cool, like, Taylor really meant this in her song. Taylor really meant this in her music video. How do you know this? (laughs) How do you know? Oh, Taylor liked it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's the, you know, that's the tea. So in conclusion, you don't think it's her trolling the dark, dark web? (laughs) No, I don't think Taylor's online right now, guys. That's an unpopular opinion, but I think she wouldn't have done it at her friend's wedding. But... Our listeners that we have, let us know what you think. We have a Gmail account. So if you want to email us and tell us your thoughts, we're open to it. You can email us at swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're at... (laughs) Swiftish podcast. Woo-woo. Maybe, across the board. Across the board. Maybe we're a little jumping the gun a little too much. Yeah. But I we're love ready it. for it. I love it. I love it. I love interacting with people yeah. who want to tell us how awesome we are. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, so next week we'll be recording an episode. Yeah. Do you want to tell them maybe about Yeah, we're, we're going to... Go I mean, there's... It's slowed down, but you never know with Taylor. You know, we might just get a random Tuesday announcement, but... I think we'll probably go into those AT&T spots for sure. They're so cute. And we have more of the um, fan theories and rumors about the Reputation album to go over. Mm-hmm. My biggest question, and I don't think we're going to get this, <laughs> where is Meredith? Yeah, poor Meredith. So tune in yeah. next week. <laughs> but for now, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, we were not ready for it. <laughs>